What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Spend my dollar. It's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. Alabama wins! What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to an, hey, I have a confession to make, edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. I'm doing a... A couple, uh, just a quick sort of hit here on the college uh, football playoffs. I wanted to do it separate from the SEC championship game itself. I wanted that game to stand on its own. And uh, and then separate, just share some thoughts uh, about the playoffs. There's nothing deep. There's nothing sort of, you know, mind-numbing or, or sort of mind-blowing that I'm going to step through. But just a couple thoughts that I wanted to share, you know, sort of with the crew relative to the college football playoffs. We all know there's no surprise that Alabama's in the playoffs, so I'm, we're not breaking news here. And uh, if we think about the the lineup here, we're not breaking any news. Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, and Alabama four. You know what's interesting is I had been saying for a while in different forums, maybe on the general podcast, I, I may have mentioned it in our chats, in our Zoom calls, I had mentioned it on our chats that we've got, you know, with that group, I've been mentioning it there. And this is not really an opportunity to sort of promote or advertise uh, those forums. But if you like what we're doing on the podcast and you want to, you're curious about those other outlets and forums, I can't invite you and encourage you more uh, to give those a look. Uh, but I mentioned them more as just outlets where I had been having these conversations with, with some of you. And then other conversations with uh, with other friends uh, in other forums and, and channels as well. I had some friends come to Atlanta over this last weekend. And we sort of did a late night Friday night watching the Oregon-Washington game, uh, sipping some bourbons, and just talking Alabama's playoff prospects. And, of course, everything hinged on Alabama winning the game, which itself was its own challenge. But if this if this one thing that may not ever happen, or this one thing that may be a complete challenge to happen, if it happens, then then what if? What does it look like, sort of over that mountaintop, so to speak? What does that other valley look like? And there was there was a lot of angst. What would that look like? Would Alabama make the playoffs? In my position was. And this is where I'm going to tell on myself a little bit. This is not self-congratulatory. This is telling on myself uh, a little bit. I was psyching myself 
And so I would share this philosophy with others. I said, Alabama just needs to beat Georgia. If Alabama beats Georgia, then I just think everything will take care of itself. Now, I first started saying that, like, I just hope, or at least my, I would say think, but I would think hope, if that makes sense. And so I just hope things will take care of themselves. Uh, but I was, I was saying think. I was trying to sort of speak some confidence um, in, you know, more to myself than, than anything else. And then I went to like, well, how do I support that? And I said, if Alabama beats Georgia, that will be the number one win that that anyone will have. Then no team will have a single victory better than that. Uh, it'll be the best win in college football. It will be a win over Georgia, just tactically speaking. It's one of the teams ahead of us that we would have an opportunity to leapfrog. And so there's benefit just by virtue of that. It would give us, Alabama, a conference championship, which is something to that point we we did not have. And so we're sitting here stuck at eight. And But this game is going to give us sort of the bounty of goods that the committee looks for. It's a win over a team that's ahead of us. It's a win over the number one team. It's the best win in football for anybody on the season. Oh, it's a conference championship. And let's not lose sight of it being the SEC. Uh, we wouldn't have won the ACC championship or the pack, you know, pick a number championship. It would be the SEC. And I think, even though it's not supposed to, I think that has a little more cachet. I think it had a little more cachet on Sunday. I think it still has a little more cachet. My point in saying that, saying these things, listening to these things, is I thought that would bring enough buoyancy to Alabama to get Alabama to the four spot. I was saying that with the mindset that I'm not sure I completely believe this, but I'm going to convince myself, and if I bring someone with me, that's great. I was still counting on some level of chaos. And you start three or four weeks out, and you're expecting somebody to lose, and you just it's going to happen, right? Chaos is going to happen. And it never happened. It was chalk. It was chalk. It was chalk. And there were multiple opportunities where Florida State could have lost a game or Texas could have lost a game or any of these teams could have uh, lost a game. Washington almost uh, lost a game. And so there were all these opportunities where sort of chaos could ensue, and it never did. And uh, and so I, I, I started to think, are we the chaos? Are we going to lose and sort of answer all the questions? And I, started, and I flipped that on its head, and I said, Alabama's going to bring its own chaos. We're just going to wreck the party, and we're going to beat Georgia and all of these things. But the confession is, I'm not sure that I believed it. I hoped, I hoped upon hope. Uh, but did I believe it? I'm not 100% sure that I believed we were going to beat Georgia. I uh, certainly hoped. And then beating Georgia, I wasn't certain that it was going to be enough to get us in. And so uh, I, I probably talked a better good uh, a better game than than I fully believed in. And Saturday night when when I went to bed and Florida State won that game and and sort of kind of pulled away in a relative way. They scored that extra touchdown at the end, sort of pulled away. I assumed that was it. I assumed that they were going to get it. Um, the irony is, and this is not lost on me. The irony is, um, you've heard me say it on the podcast. We don't root for injury, and we don't root for injury. The irony is. Jordan Travis's injury uh, is part of what got us in. And so we certainly would not root for that. Uh, we weren't rooting for them to win all of those games, but we're not rooting for a young man to get injured. Uh, and so there's a little bit of irony 
that had he been healthy, Florida State would have been in. And the fact that he was injured, that does speak to a diminished team. God bless Florida State. There's just a reality to that. I do believe that Florida State got jobbed. Uh, you know, I hold that more than one thing can be true. Uh, I do believe that Florida State got jobbed. I do believe they were, you know, they were undefeated conference champ, and Alabama is not that. Nor, nor is Texas. There's a lot of credit. There's a lot of sort of finger pointing at Alabama at four for not being an undefeated conference champion, but nor is Texas. So that's certainly something uh, to keep in mind. And so we're lumped, lumped together in that regard. And it's interesting. I've been saying that Alabama is sort of the train car behind Texas. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We'll never be ahead of Texas unless we beat them again. And so even getting into, uh, you know, the playoffs when when Texas was selected three, I thought that might be that might be just what the committee needs to put us in at four because we've been we have been in their back pocket like ever since like two or three weeks after. Uh, and for the last second half of the season, we have been so in their back pocket uh, that that we should have probably, I think, even passed Texas. Uh, but I think that was going to be a bridge too far by the committee. But when the committee put Texas at three, uh, I thought that may be the opening that allows Alabama in. And it certainly, it, it certainly is. I do think, going back to Florida State, I do think they got jobbed. Uh, however, I also think they're not one of the best four teams. And so that's, you know, there's sort of two concepts. Were they deserving because here's your blue ribbon for having won your conference? Yes. Were they, are they one of the best four teams in college football? Clearly they're not. Uh, and everyone is sort of falling over themselves. They got, you know, it's a travesty for college football. Um, that's a lot of blowhard. And, um, and it's disingenuous because, look, let us not forget it's a four-team playoff. There are five conferences. This is not hard. The design was to job someone. The design was for that to be a very real reality. There's only been 10 years that the four-team playoff has been in place. So to say that it's never happened, you know, George Washington never saw one loss or undefeated uh, conference champion. It's never happened since the declaration of college football. Uh, no, that's not true. It's only been over 10 years. And so what we've had is 10 different scenarios that only once didn't include that scenario because, hey, it's not a common scenario. But it could have also, at the same time, happened every year. This could be the 10th instance of it because the design of the playoff is for this exact same thing to happen. There's more seats than there are butts. And when the music stopped, Florida State didn't have a chair. It nets out to that. It's I don't it's not harsh, although if you're Florida State it comes across that way. Uh, it very easily could have been Alabama and then the shoe would be on the other foot. Alabama's the better team. Uh, Alabama would be favored against many of the other teams. Uh, Florida State and we won't talk about the others. At this time, but I think the committee had TCU fresh in their mind uh, from last season, and then Florida State, with the injured player, allowed them to make the call that we're going to put the four best in, and that's going to include uh, that's going to include Alabama. So now, this is not me making a call for expansion. 
that ship has sailed. We're going to have expansion next year, but I'll be very candid with you. I dread it, and it'll suck. Most years, the committee can't fill four seats, and much less, you know, this is the only season they've been able to fill, you know, potentially fill five, and I'm not even sure I believe that. And so if on the regular you can't fill four, how are you going to fill 12? And uh, I think there's going to be uh, a lot of blowouts in the early rounds of the playoffs. And there'll be a lot of blue ribbon participation trophies awarded, but uh, I think the cream will rise to the top. And uh, so that'll be, that will be interesting to see how that plays out. I think, um, you know, I love the season, you know, this season where it's the lone season. I love the season where there's maybe five or six viable candidates. I'm happy that Alabama's in, but my philosophy doesn't change. It should be the best four, and if that includes Alabama or not, it should be the best four. But again, the playoffs are what the playoffs are. Just a couple more thoughts. You know, I was fully prepared to be dis, uh, disappointed with uh, being left out, but now this Alabama team has a new lease on life. Uh, the SEC game against Georgia feels like a national championship game. You'll hear media people talk about that. I know Alabama fans uh, feel like that. Georgia fans, you know, they probably feel that way as well. I think the SEC generally feels that well uh, that way. They just wish it wasn't always just these two teams. Uh, Michigan will be a very tough opponent. But I wonder if psychologically they didn't tip their hand a little bit. If you saw the footage of when the four spot was announced, they were kind of mellow on that. And I'm convinced they would have all sort of jumped up and yelled uh, had uh, Florida State been announced there. But that's interesting. We're going to effort some interviews with uh, some with a Michigan site, and it will sort of pre-stage someone that we can talk to for Washington and Texas just for logistics uh, to be ahead of that. But uh, that'll be fun. We have some time to sort of decompress and enjoy. And I wanted to share just a little bit of my playoff thoughts. And, and it's just an opinion. It's all this is an, is an opinion piece. So you may have a completely 100% different uh, view on the playoffs. I respect that. Uh, hop on a Zoom call and let's have that conversation. Uh, drop me an email. Uh, let's have that conversation because this, to me, is what's magical about uh, college football. The asymmetry of it is the beauty of college uh, football. It's not sort of a whitewashed sort of playoff, you know, sort of boring sort of structure, uh, homogenized playoff, but th- there's an oblongness to it. There's four seats for five conferences, and there's non-conference, you know, external conferences that have a chance for it. Um, that's what makes college football awesome, the barstool conversations that, that will last for years. I like what Josh Pate said. He said Florida State, Florida State fans don't want to hear it right now. Uh, but the reality is, had they made uh, the four, they would have gotten blown out, and it would have it would have probably been bad. But now they're in the catbird seat; they can always say they got jobbed, and generally you can't argue with that. And they can always say we would have had a chance and we got jobbed, and there's truth in that. And they can rally. Uh, he he takes that a step further and says they can rally their coach and their players and their uh, their approach to college football, they can rally around that moment. And I think he has an interesting point there. Uh, but again, I like the idea. I like the concept that it's the asymmetry of college football uh, that makes it perfect. Some years that is going to benefit Alabama. Some years it's not. But 
it uh, it sort of it is uh, is what it is. All right, uh, I'm repeating myself here. So this uh, this land this. If you have any sort of uh, conversation or contribution uh, dialogue you want to have uh, with this, hop on a Zoom call. Let's do it there. Uh, we're going to have one Saturday morning, and we'd love for you uh, to be a part of that. We're going to have additionals as we lead up to the playoffs. We would love for you to be a part of that. Uh, we're going to effort interviews. Uh, we'll work on scheduling someone from Michigan, and then we'll have. Uh, we did meet with Texas earlier in the year, and so uh, we've got uh, we've got our boy on tap there, and then we'll look at having someone for Washington in in the event that uh, um, uh, we're fortunate enough to have that that matchup. So it's more logistic planning than it is forecasting, but uh, we'll see how that shakes out. I want to say, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing the season with us. This has been an incredible ride. There's something magical about this season. And uh, you know what? It's not over yet. There's definitely more to come. Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a Roll Tide. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, T-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tie. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide.